What's up, everybody? I'm Ian. Uh, I'm here with my best buddy, Ryan. F yeah, F1. And this is F yeah, F1. We are previewing the upcoming race weekend. It is the Heineken Grand Premio de Portugal 2021, baby. I love how this name is half as short, like half as long as the uh, Amola race. Amola. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, yeah, this is the Grand Prix in, in Portugal. And Imola was like, this is the magical, wonderful Grand Prix <laughs> of the mountains and the skies. Because and- like, I guess maybe they're self-conscious because they're not the Italian Grand Prix because that's the, the other race. So they're like, we have to like really. Oh, it yeah. Up, you know, well, I think that's what's going to happen in Miami next year because they're going to be like, oh, well, we're not the circuit of the Americas. So this is the Grand Prix of little havana miami vice yeah la havana miami <laughs> yo and what do you want to bet they'll put the name in spanish which would actually be really i cool. will i will put the money on it right now uh that will smith waves the flag at the grand prix of miami that would be cool that would be really yeah, cool he's definitely gonna do it they should have celebrities um, hit the button to start the lights out sequence yeah, right? That'd be fucking cool. Like, it doesn't really have to do anything, but you have, like, you know, just somebody, like, walk up and they, like, hit the button and then it's, yeah. like... Well, there is the dude that runs by in the back. You know what right. I mean? He still runs by waving the flag behind everyone that they right. can't see, you know? I hope that I hope that that's Will Smith. And he's just like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Like, I definitely want that job one day. That would be great. I still want to drive yeah, the like, safety car, but... Yeah, fuck yeah. So driving the safety car is, like high on the list yeah, yeah um yeah. but but if that's not a, like if they say no then uh a hundred percent i want to be like well my make a wish foundation can i be the guy that runs in the back with the flag and they'll be like yeah fuck it that guy's cool that would be great i i, I love yeah, that for, for you sure. i love how we have all of these like we know we have no talent and no like we, we have all <laughs> these jobs picked up, out in formula one that we want to do like we want to be we want to hold the the car during the pit stop guy like you know yeah. i want to do something but not feel like i'm like totally responsible for like no messing up i don't want to be yeah i like i don't think either of us are truly capable of doing anything like really important for f1 yeah i mean like i would be one of the guys on the like pit wall truck where they're like looking at screens i'd be like the one guy like all the way on the end and I'd be like, hey, anybody want like a coffee? Like I'm going to the thing. Do you guys want me to bring you back? Guy, like, or, like, or like the guy watching the weather. Right. Like only when you know it's going to be like a super dope weekend. So it's like, <laughs> looks like, uh, looks like temperature's going down to 82, you guys. 82 Fahrenheit. And be like, it needs to be in Celsius. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> like, I don't know what that is, but like, good luck. 20? Is that good? Is that, is that a good number? Yeah. 20? I don't, it's I don't know. It's sunny. I'll be on the radio. A- P- Pierre, there's a, there, there's no rain on the radar. Uh, I'll be like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. 
They're like, hey, it's uh, going to be a little windy. It's like, cool. Thanks. <laughs> I'm trying to draw. I'm trying to race this car right now. <laughs> Just once a lap, you give him a weather update. <laughs> I wish. I wish only you could do that for Kimmy though. Like, if you could give Kimmy weather updates once every like two. Oh my laps. god, that'd be great. No sunny. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, so the wind is coming. Shut up. <laughs> he just yells. It's fantastic. I had somebody at work, this dude, he's really cool. And uh, I think he's like, I think he's like eking into kind of having some interest in Formula One. And he sent me this really funny uh, Kimmy video. And I forget which one it was, but it was Kimmy just like blowing up at somebody for some dumb shit. Like, <laughs> you know, it was Kimmy being Kimmy at some point. And he was like, who is this guy? And I was like, that's Kimmy Raikkonen. He is very important. <laughs> it's like, it was like in the, in the TV show that is F1, he is a prominent character and a need to know. Like he's a he need is. to know. He is. Oh yeah, for life. Like for the rest of your life, you need to know who Kimmy Raikkonen is. But uh, anyway, I, well, we are talking port of mouth. Yeah, I I wanted to mention one, one one thing. I didn't get a chance to watch it, but did you see what happened at the end of the F uh, Formula E race last weekend? No. Half of the grid got disqualified uh, because they ran out of power. So like half what? of them DNF'd on the last lap because they out of like 24 cars or whatever it is like only 12 of them actually ended up finishing the race they just like pulled over yeah they just ran out of juice because there was like a ton there was like five safety cars or something and so like uh and this was their first race on like a full circuit oh wow it's just a big a big disaster and apparently (laughs) as cool as, as cool as formula e is like a lot of times you'll watch the race and not know who won because there's all kinds of like penalties and infractions and rules and like like it'll be like a half hour and they're like oh this guy actually like won the race so uh, it seems like Formula is a little a little anticlimactic. They need to they need to they need to get that one together a little bit. That's like that's like watching the 24 hour of Le Mans when it's just like there are just cars going around that track and like not entirely sure who's doing what or you know who's, who's winning actually or who's yeah, actually yeah. racing yeah yep. who's racing who but they're all going and it's like okay like, I'm, I'm here for it uh um, i really like you know because we occasionally send videos back and forth of like old f1 cars when they had like the v10s and shit and just the oh, sound oh, of yeah. the engine Formula E is the opposite of that. So like yeah. when <laughs> it's like a high fish wine when like they start going, it's just like Meow. it's like it's not cool. Uh, but that's why <laughs> that's why I like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It's like it's very silly and fun. And I think that's what's cool about Formula E is that like they're trying they're trying new stuff, you know. They're, yeah, they're hey, out there. Good for them. Yeah. They're doing what they could do. But yeah, man, pour them out. I'm at it me too i'm very excited uh, do you want to do uh news items first or are we getting into uh race weekend yeah let's do let's do the news first a sort of a lead into uh race weekend mm-hmm. and then we'll wrap up with our uh predictions for i'm race thrilled on Sunday. yeah uh so what have you got on the news radar for formula one 
Yeah, I mean, I think uh, let me talk about Red Bull first because I feel like that's that's yes. going to be the quickest one that we don't have. We're not going to have a lot to say about it, but I think it's super interesting. Uh, so last Friday, um, Red Bull powertrains uh, hired Ben Hodg- Hodgkinson Hodgkinson away from Mercedes. Uh, he's worked at Mercedes for twenty years uh, before it was even Mercedes, um, and so. He, um, th- for the first of all, he's not even leaving Mercedes until like 20, the end of the 2022 season. Oh, wow. Um, but this is all for Red Bull switching away from Honda. Once Honda leaves Formula One at the end of, uh, I think, I want to say it's 2023 from what, from what I was reading. Like they can use this power unit through the next two seasons. Uh, but basically this will be the start of the Red Bull power unit for 2024. Um, So they're building like a brand new engineering division within Red Bull to be their own uh, engine manufacturer, basically, is what it sounds like. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of amazing. That's very much, I mean, it makes sense. You know, if you have Red Bull money and you can do that, then why not? Why wouldn't you? It's It's really crazy how much red bull the energy drink company must make that they can just like toss this money around like last time i was in wawa they were like two for five and it's like that's a ton of energy drinks yeah man but i mean <laughs> it's a, it's an awful lot yeah to make to make a formula one power unit right. you gotta sell a lot of fucking soda <laughs> but but <laughs> i mean beyond that you know like they're obviously they're winning a lot here they have they have so many different like cars that race like they have rally cars and they have like red bull is just such a prominent name it's just you know and and i mean i imagine the amount of money they're making off of their stock is just it's got to be astronomical like it is it is the name in energy drinks worldwide Absolutely. You know, and you add that to, you know, their uh, F1 prize money, the prize money from the other things that they're doing well in. Like, it's just fascinating to me that like you wouldn't think like, you know, you think of McDonald's and you're like, okay, they're selling, you know, $10 Big Mac meals or whatever. And you're like, okay, but they're selling like a billion of them every year. And you're like, I get how that math works, but it's just crazy to me because, you know, I, I feel like no one in our friend group is like a huge like energy drink like person you know what i mean like i usually i only I have them if i like need to stay awake for some specific reason yeah i don't really know anybody that's an energy drink person yeah um, and i and but like at the same time i also know that like there's a lot of people that aren't like me and my friends mm-hmm. that drink fucking two of those things a day <laughs> like totally their- and I'm just saying, like, I have to thank those bros. I presume that they're all bros, but like, I just have to thank they're those bros, bros for funding uh, the Red Bull Formula <laughs> One team. The brand new Formula One power unit. I think it's extraordinary. I, I love that they're putting it in house. Um, I'm excited to see what that means for the other teams. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, uh, Alpha Tauri will get the same power unit. And I think that's great, but I'm curious if they kind of do like what Mercedes did um, with Williams and if they 
if anybody else picks up their power unit yeah mclaren like i wonder if anybody else picks up their power unit uh across the board that's that's really interesting i'm sad that honda's leaving formula one but i think that this is kind of the best news now that being said it better go well for them because otherwise if their power unit sucks and they pull like a ferrari 2020 then like that's going to be some sad shit to watch yeah, or if their power unit is too good and they get penalized to shit like Ferrari 2020. Yeah, <laughs> like, or if they, yeah, if, they, yeah. Um, if they do a 2019 to 2020 Ferrari, that's even worse. Yeah, but I think I think this shows like not only that not only that they're attempting this, but the fact that like that's the guy that they went after as like yeah. their first big hire to basically like, look, you're gonna come over from Mercedes. Like obviously there's all sorts of like legal shit about you know he can't bring over specific designs but he still knows their power unit and their engine almost almost better than anybody Um, yeah you know and the people already at red bull obviously have spent a lot of time with this honda engine so like there's a lot of experience that's going to go into this and it's interesting because he won't be able to start working for red bull until after the 2022 season they only have two years like less than two years to turn this around so like i assume they're going to start working on it before he gets there like they have to be working on it now almost to like i mean i don't know what it would take to build an f1 power unit but i'm pretty sure i couldn't do it in like a fucking year you know like i think it would probably take me a little bit of time (laughs) that seems really hard yeah i think you got to be really smart and uh and accomplish a lot of shit so I don't know, man. I uh, I think it's great. I'm excited to see what they do with it. And um, yeah, that, that man, that's that's a lot. That says a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of shit. I'm excited. Oh, you got rid of their... your background. Oh, your background go away? Back. Yeah, it um... went away. It's depressing. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring it back. It's just the it's, uh, I, the track. I, that, uh... I decided that it's not actually a background. That it is, in fact, that you are <laughs> in a hot air balloon. In Portugal, above Portimao. Oh, I don't know speak. what happened. It's not. It's not showing in the uh, the menu. Oh well. Oh, humbug. Anyway. Um, um, so yeah. So that's news for the future. I'm excited that Red Bull is like like tripling down on their commitment to F1. Um, yeah. yeah. But there was another big news item that is going to affect this season. So Ian, if you want to talk about sprint qualifying. I am so excited about the uh, the sprint qualifying because to be very honest, okay, so um, they announced, uh, Formula One announced that next year they are going to be uh, having three separate tracks. Uh, they'll be doing sprint qualifying um, for three separate uh, I thought that was this races year. next year. This year. Is it this year? I thought it was yeah. next year. Yeah, it's 2021. Oh shit! Oh shit! It is. It is. That's excited. I'm more excited. I'm even more <laughs> excited now. That's amazing. Yeah, I guess I forget still what year it is. Totally um, fair. Totally fair. That is not yeah, anything I, to be ashamed I'm, of. I am not entirely sure what month. I don't know what day it is usually. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, great news. This fucking year, uh, we're gonna see three three sprint qualifying races. Um, I don't think did did you see did they announce which tracks it is yet? I couldn't I could not find that. 
Uh, I, I was trying to look again either. before we started recording, and I couldn't find I, it. Yeah, I saw a couple of rumors, but I don't want to. I don't want to say because I don't want to assume anything. But um, I want to be completely honest. When they were talking about sprint qualifying like last year, and like you kind of see people pop that up once in a while, I really had no idea what it meant. So when they announced that they were doing three, uh, I really enjoyed uh, Lawrence Barreto's, um uh, article that he did on uh, F1 that came up on the F1 app um, where he really did a good job explaining what mm-hmm. sprint qualifying is. And so what we can expect to see is on Friday, they will have practice one like they always do. And then instead of having practice two, they'll have standard qualifying like they typically do. The cars will go around the track and they will qualify, but they'll be qualifying for the sprint race. <laughs> so then on Saturday morning, you see practice two where they go around again. And then on Saturday, well, I guess it's still also Saturday morning here. They have right. a 100 kilometer race, which for us is roughly 60 miles. So ballpark you're going to be in the 20 lap range, 20 to 23 Mm -hmm. laps. Um, And it's going to be like a half hour long and they flat out race um, for 20 laps to determine what the starting position is for the full Grand Prix on Sunday. Um, That means that there are no, uh, no uh, pit stops involved. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like a start and go. Um, They, I I still have a lot of questions about the tire usage format and like what they're allowed to use. Those are my main questions as to like, what are they allowed to start the race with on Sunday and like what the allocations are going to be. And that's when I know I was like, oh, I'm an F1 fan that at least knows what questions to ask because. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Because, well, I mean, that's the thing. In standard qualifying, you have to start, if you're in the top 10, you have to start in whatever you qualified in, yep. um, provided it's not raining. And so with this, it's like, it doesn't, like, I, I don't, fully under obviously they can't make you start a race if you're on mediums that just did 25 laps like that doesn't really make any sense so i'm not entirely sure what the what the tire situation is um they are out one practice but they are uh then able to um kind of jump into uh you know full race like you know practice three is basically like a full-on race it's a race it's a mm-hmm. race um i think this is cool um i think it's really fun i think that it um uh i think it makes it a lot more exciting for people that are going there like obviously people that are attending the races but also uh like from my perspective i always do my best to watch practices uh fridays it's hard because i'm normally at work but i'll i'll throw it on the computer at work saturday i try to watch practicing qualifying um ideally i get it in uh, but then mm-hmm. always Sunday the race. This it's like, oh, I am going to watch these sprint races. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, 
And that's just, I mean, it just makes it more exciting for the sport. And it seems like they're really, I mean, I know that a lot of F1 fans really don't like drive to survive. And I see it on Twitter and I see it on Instagram all the time that people trash it. But at the same time, like say what you will drive to survive made this a, it, it very much made it. I mean, obviously it was already a hugely popular sport, but like there is a resurgence and they are, the people at F1 are, are really pushing to FIAs. Like let's, let's make this exciting again. Let's get people involved and, um, obviously they're really trying to have a push in the Americas and I yeah, think it's great. Miami is a big part of that. Um, you know, it's, it's been really interesting to see F1, I feel like try to make inroads in America. And I, like, I know people who, you know, they don't watch the, um, they, they don't watch the race, but I know people who watch drive to survive every year just because they enjoy, like well-made documentaries and it's you know easy for them to follow um you know so they may not watch the race all the time but they're definitely aware of formula one um you know and to that mario andretti uh was in the news recently because uh he has this like breakout star colton herta in indycar uh and he was basically talking about how like one if you know herta got into f1 like that would bring huge attention to the Americas. I'm going to be generous and say he's including North and South America. Um, you know, but I mean, basically like this guy's an American driver. If Americans had a driver in F1, they would be more likely to tune in. I feel like that American driver has to be like successful. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know yeah. that, that Haas is going to, is going to bring in, but basically he went on to trash Mazepin and be like, it's really unfair that Mazepin, is able to get an F uh, uh, a license uh, while his driver, who's like won the first three Indy races this year, uh, is not able to get that license. So right. it was just funny that he was like, "I'm just gonna pick on Mazepin." <laughs> yeah, it's an easy target. Yeah, and and it is a target that deserves to be hit. So um, yeah, man. Overall, I'm uh, I'm I'm excited about the sprint format. Um, yeah, uh, he does mention it in the article. I would be I would be shocked if Silverstone wasn't one of the tracks uh, that had the sprint race at it. Um, the other two, I'm not entirely sure where they'll be, but um, yeah, I would I would be pretty I would be pretty shocked if it wasn't um, uh, wasn't. Um, yeah, I, I would guess it's Silverstone, Monza, and one other track that's not monaco yeah i mean i think that they would probably go over so like maybe one of the last two weekends saudi arabia and abu dhabi um singapore would be a great one yeah abu dhabi Uh, makes um, sense because because they did back to back there last last year so that's right yeah which were two really great races they were um yeah man so that's uh that's what we're looking at and i'm thrilled about it uh one thing i forgot to put in my notes but i, I wanted to mention did you see that k mag is doing the 24-hour at le mans with his dad oh shit is he yeah awesome it's just awesome. it's just cool like yeah just the picture of like him and his dad together and they're like yeah we're we're like this is cool like are they both driving mm-hmm. oh cool cool i wonder who their third is um 
Uh, ba ba Doesn't say. Um, Some dude. Yeah, I'm Not sure really there's Scott Dixon. <laughs> very well, might, <laughs> very well, might be. Um, they get, oh, dude, what if they get Grosjean to come do be their third? I would be very surprised, if only because Grosjean <laughs> is uh, uh, committed to IndyCar for the season. Yeah, and he's and doing not, pretty good. He is. He is. Uh, Twenty-four hours is until August this year, so wow, that's late. We're, we're definitely gonna hang out. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we're gonna have the uh, twenty-four hour party. Hell yeah! Can't wait. Are you are you uh, clear? Is your vaccine clear for Monaco? Uh, yeah, should be. Yeah, because I get my um, second dose this coming Monday. Oh, dude, yeah, that's May twenty third. That's plenty of time. Yeah. Oh, buddy, we're gonna have a Monaco party this year. Hell yeah! Hell yeah, dude! I'm pumped. I'm, I'm gonna get champagne. I'm gonna fire up the grill. Fuck yeah, dude. We're going to have a great time. FIA F1 live in Monaco. <laughs> From by, my by house. By live in Monaco, I mean <laughs> in your house. Someday we will record a podcast in Monaco. It may not be during the race or that race weekend, but someday we'll record a, a podcast in Monaco. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, dude. So Portimao, I'm excited. There's a lot of good history in Portimao. Uh, yeah, it's... A lot of- a lot of cool things that have happened there. Um, they had a, a great article came out today, earlier today, that was the five feel-good moments from um, from Portugal. Uh, they posted a video. It's, it's really great. Um, but uh, it was the site of Nicky Lauda claiming his third and final world championship in 1984, uh, beating Alan Prost by half a point. Um, hell yeah, half points. Hell yeah, half points. Uh, <laughs> Senna got his first race victory there. Um, Kimmy had that opening lap last year. Oh, yeah, where he just like drove through the whole field. Yeah, like he just he just gained like 10 spots being Kimi Raikkonen. Um, yeah, man, it's a, it's a great, great track. Uh, very, very hilly track. Mm-hmm. Um, super hilly. Uh, super windy. A lot of like real blind spots going in turns. Um, a lot of downhill into real hard turns. Um, I know that any F1 fans hearing this are probably yelling because they're like, it's called this turn. I don't know that yet. Uh, yeah, I can it. barely keep the number. Like, I can barely keep the numbers straight, let alone the names of things. And Yeah, it's really hard. You know. <laughs> it's really complicated and very difficult. Um, but yeah, like I know going into, uh, what's that, turn five, uh, that's a huge downhill going into a complete hairpin. Yep. Um, but man, that big sweeping last turn, uh, what's that? Uh, 15. Yeah. In, in the main street. Right hand into the main straight. It's a huge turn and they're going to be just full out all the way through it. And then they have that nice, you know, those couple uh, rights into the third turn for that hairpin before they really have to like really slow down. Um, exciting track yeah yeah there's two drs zones um so that that front straight uh that's really long is one of them and then um the 
after the hairpin. Uh, yeah, between between four and five. Yep, uh, is the second one. So, yeah, it, it was cool to see this return uh, to Formula One last year for their first race there in like ten years or so, a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, the drivers all seemed to really enjoy it. Like, I feel like it was just a positive all around. I feel like everybody really thought the race was really exciting. Um, it had just been resurfaced and it was a little wet last year. Um, mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, how how grippy it is uh, if it's warmer this weekend. Because, um, you know, and what the tire situation is like, because I feel like there was some issues with grip last year in terms of people favoring, you know, not not wanting to be on the hearts because you're trying to get them up in temperature because it, it was a cold, you know, wet, a little bit wet weekend. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, all weekend this, this year, uh, looks like there's going to be no precipitation, uh, partly cloudy, sunny, um, 60, like, you know, high sixties, 67 to 69 degrees between Friday and Sunday, uh, Fahrenheit 21 Celsius. Um, which let's be fair. I mean, I, I understand that the metric system is way better than what we're using, but Fahrenheit is so much better than Celsius. It's just, it's just so significantly better. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to die on that hill. Uh, yeah. Let's see. What is that? It's uh, so that's 68 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, which is what, like 380 Kelvin or some, something ridiculous. Yeah, enough, you know? just, just end it right there. <laughs> just, that's enough of that. Uh, so to get into the weekend, uh, I've got some questions for you, buddy. Yeah, uh, I got some for you as well. Uh, do you want to go first? Because I, I, I have three questions. Uh, I know you have five. So I have five. Yeah, uh, I do have three questions. We might overlap. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that we did. That's true. Um. So question one, uh, last year at this track, Lewis Hamilton set the record for the most wins ever by a Formula One driver. Mm-hmm. This year, uh, as of last week, he's gotten 99 pole positions. Does he get his 100th pole position this weekend? So that was my first question to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh so glad that uh, i knew it you gave a lot more context than i was going to which i really appreciate um so well well done well done uh but so looking at last year uh lewis had the poll uh bottas was second verstappen was third uh by three hundredths of a second uh so so lewis qualified 116.652 116.652 and max qualified 116.904. So, guy. you know, I just, I have a feeling that Lewis is going to get the poll because he, the championship is too close. You know, this is the first time in our F1 fan lifetimes uh, that Lewis is like, got a fire under his ass in terms of like he's got to go out there and perform and so I think Lewis under pressure is an interesting place and I feel like it's going to be like ideal ideal Lewis Hamilton conditions basically you know like there's not going to be any tricky weather there's not going to be and he's fine in every condition but I feel like there's there's not going to be anything that's going to throw him off 
his game. Yeah. And I really yeah. feel like he's, he's going to take that pull, but I do Even expect the track isn't that hot. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I do expect a Red Bull two, three. Huh? Huh? Are we talking, we're talking still qualifying? Qualifying. qualifying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Lewis pole. Oh. Red and then Bull Red Bull two, three. Yeah. I like this. I like where you're going with this. Uh, okay. Your turn. Or well. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 got, I got one I can throw at you. Hit me. Um, Hit me. So looking at last year, uh, mm-hmm. for the end of the race, uh, top five, uh, Hamilton, Bottas, Verstappen, Leclerc, Gasly. Wow. Do you think we'll have the same top five? Not necessarily in that order. But do you think we'll have the same top five finishers this year? It was Hamilton, Bottas, Verstappen, Leclerc, Gasly. Do I mm-hmm. think they're going to be the same top five? Yeah, but not necessarily in in that order. Yeah, not, no, you know. hard no. Okay. No way. All right. Not even. Not who's, even not, who's not going to make the five? <sighs> I think two of them aren't. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And I think that it's uh, Bottas and Gasly. Wow. Yeah. So, and uh, Gasly did finish uh, down a lap um, in fifth. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> fuck. <laughs> That's one detail I didn't, I, I didn't necessarily want to mention. Uh, and like Leclerc was like a minute back. Oh my God. From, uh, from Hamilton. Oh my God. It was not a close, it was not a close race. Like this was not one even. where, uh, it was like Hamilton, Bottas 25 seconds back, uh, Max 34 and a half seconds back from Hamilton, Leclerc a minute and a half back, and then everybody else at least a lap a lap off. Uh, I don't think I don't think Gasly's top five this year. Um, not anything against him, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I think AlphaTauri is performing well, uh, but unfortunately, McLaren and Ferrari. Uh, just look exceptionally strong this year. Red Bull looked exceptionally strong this year, as always. And uh, Mercedes is Mercedes. So, uh, yeah, nothing. I think Gasly will be top 10. I would be surprised to see him finish top five. Um, and uh, that kind of leads to uh, my other question, one of my almost question to you, uh, based off of the results of last year. And based off of the results so far this year, does Bottas finish in the top five? I think he does. Uh, yeah. And I think he has to. I almost want to say that if if Bottas, especially after the incident with Russell last race, which mm-hmm. I'm just going to go out there and say it's both of their fault and neither of their faults. Uh-huh. 100%. It was just an accident that happened. Right. Uh Bottas needs to get into the championship standings. Like he, it just, he has to, this is like, I feel like it's do or die for him already. Yeah, man. I, uh, I agree with you, but I don't think he stands up to the pressure. I don't think he can do it. I mean, do you know, like he's fifth in the points right now and that feels higher than it should. It feels a lot higher than it should. Uh, and I think the only reason he is fifth is because he was on the, he was second. What was he third place in the first race? Second place. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the only reason he, I mean, obviously because he DNF last week, but like same time, like 
that's I mean I don't I don't know man I don't know I mean it's gonna say a lot about him this year I think uh if if something happens to him where he either has a DNF and like you know what sometimes it happens and it's not his fault you know Mm -hmm. but not for nothing Last week, we watched him get into an accident because a Williams was about to pass him. Exactly. And I don't, I mean, talk about getting a fire under your ass. Like when you see Max nipping at the heels of Lewis and Lewis like turns on that, you know, magic that he has and just like reminds everybody that he's Lewis Hamilton. That's one thing. Valtteri has never done that. And like under yep. massive pressure, he has never performed well. He just he just seems careless or he gets flustered or I, I don't know what it is, but he just doesn't he doesn't show up. And I think that I think that we're gonna see almost almost exactly um you know what I think Bontas' season is gonna be like. Uh, is going to be very similar to Gasly in the Red Bull. Interesting. Where it just was clearly not a reflection of the driver, just a failure after failure after failure after failure. Yeah, I did see, uh, I forget which article it was, but I did see an article where somebody was saying, hey, maybe the Mercedes is a bad car this year, but that's how good Lewis is. Yeah, yeah. And... I think I think that's something that we need to keep an eye on over the next couple of races. Because if Bottas is struggling, again, it's not not a reflection of the driver in my mind, but it is also a reflection of the car. And if that car yeah. isn't doing as well, and Lewis is just out driving it because right. he's Lewis Hamilton, it, it's going to be a really interesting season. I mean, that's what Leclerc did all last year. That's what mm-hmm. I mean. We see we see drivers do that all the time. Oh, absolutely. It definitely happens, but it's interesting to see it in a Mercedes where Bottas in the perspective, was, yeah, of yeah. like the best car on the track for the last decade suddenly. Uh, yeah, no, I hear you. Um, so I think that dovetails into my next question. I love it. Uh, which love is it. right now in the driver standings, uh, we have Lewis ahead by one point, Max uh, right behind him. I think we're still going to have the same one and two. Obviously, it's going to depend on where they finish. But I still think, you know, the top two in the driver standings will be Hamilton and Verstappen in some order. Uh, So right now, we have Lando Norris with 27 points and Charles Leclerc with 20 points. Uh, And then behind them is Bottas with 16 points. And then Sainz and Ricardo are tied at 14 points. So my question to you is, who is third and fourth in the points after Portugal? I have to I have to look at the numbers with my with my All eyeballs. Right, that's fair. Forty feels like math, which is hard. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. Forty four and forty three. You're right. Uh, third, fourth, man. That's so hard. Um, I mean, I really think 
I think Lando is going to have a shockingly, like, I think it's going to be surprising how good his season is. Um, yeah, dude, I think, I think we're going to see the same one, two, three, four. You think so? I don't know in the order one and two are. That's, right, a, that's right. a question for later. Mm-hmm. But um, I think at the end of this week, you'll still see Lando in third. You'll still see uh, Chuck Leclerc in fourth. All right. All right. I think, I mean, in my mind, I feel like, again, sort of similar to Bottas, but a little bit different. Uh, I feel like, I feel like Chuck is going to have a good weekend. But even if he does, like, that's still that's a lot of points to be behind. Like if if Checo gets third, that's sixteen. That only puts him up to twenty six. That's true. No, that you that know? is so that is that, totally true. That still puts him behind where Lando is, right? Yeah, that still puts yeah. him behind Lando. It depends on where they finish. You know, if one of them gets a DNF. Yeah, then... but I'm saying like if if Checo gets third place, which I mean would be a great finish for him, be a podium for him. He's still behind Lando in the points. With if Lando scores nothing, you know, so that's, that's true. I mean, uh, yeah, and then yeah. even Leclerc, like at that point, Leclerc would have to get what six, he would have to get seventh place to tie Checo mm-hmm. getting third or worse to be below him in points, right? So, and I don't, I mean, I don't foresee that happening. Uh, this is a fast track. I think I think Ferrari's really fast in the in the corners. Uh, I think McLaren's really fast in the straights, and um, some of these corners are brutal ones. But that I mean that front straight is so massive. <sighs> That's a great question. Who's third and fourth? <laughs> That's a great question. But I don't think it changes. I think Lando's in third and McLaren's in fourth. All right. All right. What do you think? You think? Uh... Um, yeah, no, I think I think Lando's still going to be in third. I think Bottas ends up in fourth. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're you're holding out for Bottas this weekend. I appreciate it's not, that. It's not that I'm holding out for Bottas. It's like I just I just want him to do something interesting. I appreciate it, dude. Like I, I appreciate. I want it. to like Valtteri Bottas. I and really see that's do. the thing. You know what? I do like him. But I think the interesting thing that's happening is that he's not doing good. <laughs> you know, it's like, right, Ooh. right. Like, I'm curious. I really think he's having a ghastly and Red Bull year. But so your question ties into there we go. <laughs> my next one. Uh, well, my next two, really. Um, one of them being Bahrain, Checo finished in fifth. Mm-hmm. had terrible qualifying uh had to really work his way up to get into fifth place italy he qualified brilliantly in second finished in 11th totally fucked it up totally fucked it and up that was, that's on him that is 100 percent on him 100 yep. percent on him he went backwards this week does checo redeem himself I think he does, if only because I feel like Checo is, has enough experience based on watching him the last couple of seasons. I feel like he's not the kind of driver to like psych himself out. Like I feel like he is able to be like, okay, I messed up. I'm going to put that, but like new week, new race, 
let's do it. Um, so I, I think he's going to redeem himself. Uh, I was looking at last year when he was with racing point, he finished seventh, which is a very strong racing point finish last year. Um, you know, we talked about the top five earlier, uh, science was in sixth in the McLaren. So, you know, obviously the Red Bull is a much faster car. Uh, I, I feel like there's a good chance of a Checo podium. I, uh, I a hundred percent agree. Um, Especially if there's a lot of like having to preserve tires, manage tires. If we get a long stretch, like if he qualifies well and we get a long stretch of this race without any safety cars, I think he's in prime. I think he'll be in, in prime position for a podium. Yeah. I, uh, I really agree with you uh, on all fronts. I think that he is a very intelligent driver. Um, he's been through it. He knows. Uh, I think more than anything else, you know, he knows that he's still getting comfortable in that car. Mm-hmm. Um, and he still has a lot to learn from it. And I think he's racing his race. Uh, his qualifying last week was really impressive. And then he blew it in the race the week before his qualifying. He blew it, but like his performance in the race was really good. And so I think we're seeing it just be a matter of time before it comes together and, uh, and really, really shows off uh what he is capable of um and i think you're right i think he's got a great chance of a podium this weekend um and i'd like to see it for him yeah i've really been thinking about uh checo and uh carlos science and danny ricardo um because one of the post race interviews that ricardo gave last time was saying how like yeah i he's like it's taking me longer than i thought it would to get used to the car, not because the car is bad, but just because I've been driving a different car for so long. And like, it's a bigger change than I remembered it being. And, you know, all all that kind of stuff. So it'll be interesting to see those three guys um, continue to settle in Uh, right now. Science is doing the best out of all of them, which is, I I think it's really interesting. Um, I mean, I appreciate that you agree. I'm just going off the points. Uh, (laughs) No, I mean, I, I agree because like where, you know, when you look at it from a broader perspective, like anybody in a Red Bull, you expect them to perform up mm-hmm. to and including the people at Red Bull, which is why they go through dr- the second driver um, all the time. So you expect to see them perform. Um, and so Checo getting into that, it's like, okay, so this is the first time in years that they have a, a senior veteran really good very proven driver behind that wheel let's see what he does and Mm -hmm. him getting used to it i expected better um i mean obviously it's only two weeks but i expected better with danny ricardo the thing with danny uh, that one more thing about checo that i think is interesting is usually the last two seasons at least verstappen has had a very slow start to the season like he's had to ramp up and this year he came absolutely charging out of the gate oh yeah and i think that also by comparison makes Checo seem a little more off because i'm used to the so like we're always comparing him to max because they're driving essentially the same car so like i think max starting strong like only makes that difference more obvious yeah 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 um but then what i was saying about about danny is like the thing that i've loved about danny ricardo 
for years past and especially his, his driving, he's very, he's a very smart driver, but he is very aggressive. Mm -hmm. Like he will put his wheels on the grass. If it means passing you, he will, you know, he'll get in there. He is a, he is a really aggressive, um, very pushy driver. Uh, and I, and I love that, you know what I mean? Like aggressive in a good way. I don't mean he's like an asshole that will like swoop across the track to try to, to try to crash you, but like, not anymore. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, he's, he's got a track record being an exciting driver. And for the last two races, we haven't heard his name once Mm -hmm. he's raced his race. He pretty much finishes where he starts he's in the top 10 he's cruising along but there's there's nothing exciting about his driving at all and so i you know again i expected more out of that that being said and maybe maybe it's something to be said for the fact that ferrari sucked so much last year and that um uh um carlos Carlos is, I couldn't get Checo out of my head. Um, Carlos is, you know, he's a good driver. He's a great driver for McLaren, but never anything extraordinary. Um, Maybe the fact that he is doing so well and seems so comfortable in that car is sort of like a surprise all around because it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, wow, Ferrari's doing better. Their new driver is clearly more comfortable than, like you said, than the other two guys in their cars. You know, it just makes him look better. And yeah, so it's it's you know, I think it's really interesting. All I'm gonna say is interesting for now that Carlos Sainz is six in the points, and Seb has yet to score a point this season in the Aston yeah. Martin. Yeah. Um. So uh, that this that brings me to uh, my fourth question. Fifth question is going to kind of uh, pretty much be the prediction question cool um but my fourth question is what we were just talking about this weekend at the end of the day more points ferrari or mclaren uh more points in this race or more points overall in the constructor championship more points in this race who who has the winning weekend ferrari or mclaren I'm going to say I'm going to say Ferrari even though I don't want to say Ferrari because I'm waiting for Ferrari to have a classic Ferrari screw up. It still seems too early for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but I I'm the, just the Leclerc taking out two cars in the first lap. Yeah, but I'm looking at, you know, Seb finished uh 10th in this race last year uh leclerc finished in fourth even though the car was notoriously slow like you know it this is not a track where i would have expected leclerc to finish fourth mm-hmm. given the struggles they had last year and then science finished sixth last year in the mclaren so you know if if at minimum uh leclerc and science are replicating their fourth and sixth place finish I think they're I think they're gonna beat McLaren. You know what I mean? So I just just looking at that, thinking about how the season's gone so far, I feel like Ferrari is going to uh come out of this weekend on top. Yeah, I uh I agree. I don't like saying that I agree, 
Well, you're, you're a Ferrari fan. You're allowed to. You're allowed to say that. I yeah, but I'm also a McLaren fan. Like I'm yeah, a, I'm a fan across the board. Like I like <laughs> them all. You know. Um, and I and I'm excited about. I mean, I I'm just so excited for all four of those drivers in both teams. That's kind of the fight that I'm excited. It's so neat because it's like every year past, it's sort of been like, okay, we know Mercedes is going to win. We're pretty sure Red Bull is going to be in second. And then, like, after that, there's kind of a tussle. Like, last year, especially, there was a tussle after that. Mm-hmm. The year before, it was, okay, we know Mercedes is going to win. Red Bull and Ferrari are going to kind of have a thing back and forth, and then there's going to be a tussle below that. Now it's like, there is a fight for first and yep. a fight for third. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's pretty exciting to watch. You know, and if uh, Mercedes or Red Bull run into a couple of DNFs, uh, it could be a fight for a three-way fight for first if McLaren yeah. or Ferrari kind of pull away a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. It really feels like there's that top tier between those two teams, the next year between McLaren and Ferrari, and then kind of everybody else. Like it's kind of, and then Alfretari is is sort of leading the best of the rest in my mind. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, um, yeah, they're just, it's, they're doing uh, really well. so it's exciting. Um, so then, you know, obviously last question, uh after this week um constructor and driver who is in the lead i'm gonna say i know what you want to say i know i know i I know (laughs) what i want and it's almost like if i say the opposite of what i want then at least i can take comfort in the fact that i was right and i don't have to worry about like like, I don't know what's worse, saying what I want to happen and being wrong because I went with my heart or saying what I, like, think will happen as a hedge so that, like, when that comes right, I, I can be happy that I'm right. But then I'd be more sad if what I want happens happens and I don't predict it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Did you follow any of that? Did it make any I, sense to you? I followed it and then I lost it and then I got it again. Okay. All right. I can, I can take that. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, but that, that's where I'm at in this fight. It's like, I want, like, I'm a Red Bull fan for, first and foremost. I'm a McLaren fan after that. And then I'm kind of like an AlphaTauri fan as my, like, you know, best of the rest. Cool. Um, kind of thing. So, you know, it, it's hard going against those teams. Um, I do think that... Uh, I think it's going to be actually very similar to last race. So I think, I think Max is going to come out ahead in the driver standings, but I think Mercedes will still have the constructors championship because they're seven points ahead right now. That's very interesting. I think the exact opposite. Oh shit. I think at the end of this week, Lewis is still going to be on top. uh, But Red Bull is going to take the lead in the constructors. I like it. I like it. Yeah, that's uh, that's where I am at this. <laughs> that's really fun. <laughs> yeah, man. That's uh, so, do you do our, your, our official prediction? Uh, yeah. All right. You're so, are we both show. agree that uh, Hamilton's on the pole? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Hamilton's yeah. on the pole here. Uh, his margin of victory last year, by the way, was the second biggest all season. By the way, um, what was the other one that he set? <laughs> I, I don't know um oh did i i forgot to mention that did you hear that um in the sprint races you win points 
Yes, I did see that. You get like yeah. third for first, two for second, one for third, right? That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, I thought that was which cool. is super interesting. Yeah. I feel like the I for some reason I just feel like Lando is gonna just like tear up. Yeah, a, a sprint race. Like I just have yeah. that feeling. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so uh, Lewis gets pole. We both pretty much are, are set on that. Yeah. Um, so I'll I'll do my podium. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna do Max, uh, Lewis, Bottas. Wow. I don't wow. like it. I don't. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, uh, but that's what I. That's what I have to. I feel like I have to go with. I think that it is uh, Max Lewis Checo. I mean, I would love to see it. Uh, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to complain about that. Yeah. All right, that's, uh, that's where I'm going with this. And then, and then Lando, and then Leclerc. Okay, all right, I get that. Yeah. Uh, all right, so my wild card is going to be uh, no safety car. Oh, good. Good um, one. There might be a virtual safety car, but that that doesn't count. No, no, no actual no, 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 safety no, 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 no. car. Yeah, actual safety car is, uh, I think, is the the one. Uh, that's a good pick. That's why I went first. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> um, my wild card. Uh, well, no, that's not a wild card. I was going to say Mazepin out in the first lap. Um, that like doesn't count. That's not. Yeah, it's, that, that's not a wild card. <laughs> that's a standard wild card. Is like Mazepin finishes uh, ahead of like seventeenth. Yeah, I think. Okay, wow, that's a major wild card. That's an, that's insane. That's crazy talk. Um, wild card I think Mercedes screws up a pit stop all right all right I'll give you that I think they screw up a pit stop uh yeah so we will revisit these um next next week's episode when we do our Portugal Grand Prix recap yeah Uh, man we'll we'll talk through exactly what we got right, what we got hilariously wrong. We'll predict the power rankings, which we seem to be getting pretty good at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about whatever happens in the race. Is there anything else you wanted to mention before we sign out? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Um, again, this is uh, uh, Movie John brings us brings us here together uh, and excited about it. Uh, I know that their other show, Cinematic Crypt, has a new episode coming out pretty soon. I was just about to mention that. Yeah, man. Um, Hate Watch, Great Watch. Are, are y'all coming back? Uh, Hate Watch, Great Watch is chugging along. Uh, that's yeah, uh, Hunter and Allison's podcast. They. Uh... Oh no, I'm sorry. I was thinking of uh, of uh, Shame Files. My bad. Oh yeah, we're um, on like yes. a permanent hiatus right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hate Watch, Great Watch, uh, cruises, and they have a ton of great stuff. Their new episode coming out soon is about the beethoven series yeah it's incredible uh i really want to listen to it just as somebody who really enjoys um josh gordon uh oh yeah for sure like, how could you not yeah yeah so we're uh, one of like nine podcasts that they're doing right now uh you know i want to shout out killer bees 
uh, that Garrett and Tori have been doing, where they go through like a filmography of an actor. Uh, they yeah, just man. did a Pam Greer episode, which is amazing. Um, and I like to movie movie did uh, Body Bags, which I love that uh, anthology. It's one of my yeah, favorites. I need, I need to watch that. Uh, Dude, I meant so to good. do it last like Halloween time, and I didn't quite get to it. Yeah, man, it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. And then uh, you and Rosalie just had some career goals on. I saw it in a movie. Yeah, that was a uh, we did. We've been doing a bunch of fun episodes, and that was a more a little more serious. Even though yeah. I talked a lot about the Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> yeah, right. Which that movie rocks, man. The, the dude, movie, thank you. The movie is so good, and uh, I don't care if anybody says anything otherwise; they're incorrect. That's just how it is. Absolutely. But. Uh, no, man. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us at uh, F1 pod on Twitter or Instagram, uh, or you could email us at F1ONE at gmail.com. F yeah. Uh, and Ian, if people want to follow you uh, elsewhere online. Yeah. Uh, we're, the, we're the whatever brothers. So I'm yeah. at Ian or whatever. Uh, and I'm at Silver Whatever. Yeah, man. Um, so you can you can find me on pretty much any 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 of the big uh, social media places with that. Uh, and again, you can find my writing at Movie John. You can find other great podcasts there. You can find us there. Uh, if you do enjoy this podcast, tell other people about it. Leave us a rating or review on iTunes because that gets us in front of more eyeballs. Uh, or I don't know if you can rate people on Spotify, but we're on Spotify, so uh, you can yeah, listen and, to uh, us there, man. Yeah, high five us. Yeah. Say what's up. Yeah. Say what's up. Uh, so until until next week, this has been uh, F yeah F one F yeah F one.